Dr. Bonnie Benita, and thank you so much for joining Valley of the Black Dolls. Today, we are going to examine the what I call the Black Angry Woman Syndrome, and I call it That Damn Diva. I've gotten a lot of emails with people with stories that are unimaginable, that have been done by women to them for no reason, no honorable reason, no respectful re uh, reason. So what we're going to do today, we're going to talk with Bethany. She gave us a call, and let's see if we could reach her. She gave us a call about an issue she had with, I'll call it, the guy that she was seeing her fiance now and his ex. So let's see if we can get Bethany on the phone. I hope she is there. She emailed us and gave us a specific time to reach out to her. Hi, Bethany. Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Benita with Valley of the Black Dolls. Thank you so much uh, for allowing us to call you today. Uh, I was explaining to our audience that you sent an email about a situation that you had with an angry black woman. I would call that that damn diva. So can you tell us a little bit about the situation and uh, we can go from there. Okay, sure. Yes, I definitely had an experience with an angry black woman, and it was really unfortunate because I'm a black woman myself, so to see us go that far is always quite embarrassing. So my situation was um, my current uh, fiancé now, um, the mother of his child, was very upset about um, their breakup and decided to take it out on him um, in the worst kind of way. Um, in regards to his child and being able to see and have visitation with his child. So she would do anything and everything to make his life a living hell so that she could show how angry she was. So um, to the point where we ended up in court um, trying to get child support and an exorbitant amount. And, of course, um, the judge was not agreeing on that. She was angry, cussing, calling us all out of our names. Uh, what, 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 was she, what was she saying, calling you out of your names? What, what, what words was oh, she, she using? She basically told me and my, my partner that was helping us with his case that we were fat and we were ugly and that we were going to help him get out no matter what. So she was just doing this to get, bring, you know, bring hell to his life that, you know, we were, um, you know, coming from a bad situation and we were just trying to help him out but he was going to leave us all and you know never have any loyalty to us for what we've done for him she was so angry that the other people in the courtroom thought that we were his attorneys that's just how professional we were and how out of pocket she was she said any and everything about him and his relationship with his child from phone calls to you know, anything that she could possibly pull up, you know, out, out the hat. She was saying and everything. Okay, and you, in the email to us, you said she called you a black bitch. Do you... Yes, she definitely called me a black bitch. And uh, my friend who was helping him called both of us fat black bitches. That we were fat black bitches to even help him. And that, we're, that he was not loyal and he was going to leave us in the winds. 
Now, I have to, to go on record to say, were you having an affair with him before they broke up? Or, or just, just I'm just trying to show the audience whether or not there was a relationship prior to, or was this ongoing, or, or did you know that they were together before, or any of that? No, absolutely not. I came into his life after their relationship had already ended. I had no negative interaction with him or her or even the child. I hadn't even met the child yet. So to call me a ugly, fat, black bitch and, you know, call, you know, especially to say that whatever relationship I was in prior, that he was, he let my, my ex-husband left your black, black, ugly self because of how this, that, and the other. I'm like, I don't even know you. So that angry interaction was unnecessary. You just showed your whole ass, excuse me, you showed uh -huh. your whole self in the middle of a courtroom with all different types of nationalities of people and just represented exactly what they think we all are. That's right. So and that was embarrassing. It, not only was it embarrassing, it was just so disrespectful. She showed her own self no respect. So, right. And if she's able to do that, I can understand why she was willing to try to drag you in the gutter with her. But right. let me ask you a question. Why do you think there are a lot of angry black women? Is it some type of way that you feel that the, the male have contributed to the behavior or the other female in the relationship or why do you think there are a lot of angry black women or a lot of black women scorned i, I, no, I definitely think that you are a product of your environment so if you've been through something and you haven't been taught how to deal with your emotions and feelings then you immediately go to anger as black women we are of course our leaders of our household a lot of times you know if the male has left our household whether it was our father or whether it was our partner or our spouse, and we had to stand on two feet and take care of everything. So for some people, that builds up this hard armor, and they feel like everyone that they come in contact with, they have to give this anger to. Gotcha. But in my, in my case, yes, mm -hmm. I came, came out of a horrible relationship. I mm have -hmm. four children, you know, had a horrible divorce, went through all that. But I used what happened to me to help other people around me and to make my children better because I don't ever want my sons to be like him and I don't ever want my daughters to accept being in a relationship with someone like that. So there is a way to go through hurt and pain and disdain and anger and not act like that. But I definitely feel like that's where it comes from. It comes from, it's a product of their environment. That's what they've seen and that's all they know to handle anger is to react um, on the defense like that, then mm -hmm. that's, that's the only thing they know to do. But there is a better way. So you said you were in a relationship where the, the your husband was cheating. How long did that go on, and why did you put up with it at all? Um, I was in a marriage for almost 20 years, and yes, I found out after the fact that my husband was cheating. I actually found out because his mother was living with us and the woman he was cheating with emailed my mother-in-law while she was living in my house. So this is how I found that out. And all this, this conversation happened on my son's computer. So that's how I happened to see it. I was in his room. I saw her email open and I saw a name that I thought I had recognized in the past from his phone. So I opened the email and there was that conversation. And here we have been in a marriage, like, you know, we've known each other forever. You, you know, you would think there would be open lines of communication. So, but there had been so much abuse and alcoholism, 
you know, I was wondering why he was so angry all the time and he was drinking all the time. And, of course, that was, in some cases, that would make a woman angry and bitter, but it didn't. I was busy trying to figure out what was wrong with him, and once I realized what was going on, the cheating and everything, here you have children, you're trying to keep your relationship together. But once I found out how severe the cheating was and what it was, I took my children and I left that situation. I left a, an amazing financial situation and chose to just do it on my own two feet so that I could show my daughters what a real woman looks like. Good. And show my sons Great. how a man should really treat a woman. Great. Now, did you ever feel that you were the cause of him cheating? Did you ever say, did you ever take responsibility and say, well, maybe I didn't do this or maybe I didn't do that like a lot of women do that doesn't make any sense to me, but did you ever feel like that? I think initially, I think we all feel like, well, was there something I did wrong? But then as I sat down and realized I was managing a household, I was managing four children, I was running a business, I was running his business, I was taking care of the household, and I was taking care of him. And once it came full circle and we were in a room and this divorce was happening, you know, even he admitted that I did nothing wrong in that relationship. It was him that made choices. It was his actions. It was his choice. Great. You know, that was that was never anything a woman can do to, you know, to um, feel that, you know, you have anything to do with cheating. Uh, we're all adults, and we make adult decisions. You make choices. He made a choice to make a bad decision. So now... From my understanding, you have some successful children, and congratulations, and they're all in college and doing very well. What do you attribute that to, and what can you tell other black females that will help them uh, stay on the straight and narrow? I tell women to stay strong, not just for yourself, but for your children, because they're always watching. Even when you don't think they're watching, they're watching, and they are emulating every action that you make. So once you go through something so horrible like I did, you know, going from being, you know, extremely financially well off into, you know, just having to figure it out and start all over, you realize that those children are watching you. And I asked them, you know, after going through all, all, did you ever realize, you know, how much I went through? Did you realize how hard it was for me financially to have to start over? They said no, because I put up, I separated them from me. I wanted them to have the same life that they always had, even though our finances had changed. I wanted them to have the same friendships, the same relationships, and the same respect that I had instilled in them in our marriage, that though the marriage was over, they were still good kids, and I was still going to raise them that way. And they did. They took that despite everything else. They became great because I always told them that they would be, no matter what happened to me. I, I, I chose not to be angry. I chose to just focus on them, and for that, they've always made me proud. So do you think that the chronicle cheating that exists with relationships, do you think it is inherent to the African-American community, or you think that it, the cheating is just rampant, period, just because a man is a man and a woman is a woman? No, I definitely don't think that cheating is specific to gender or race or age. I think cheating is a choice. If when raising a child, and if all they see are examples of cheating, all they see is Papa was a Rolling Stone, or my uncle had a woman in every state, you know, or you know, if that's all they see, that's all they know. But you can be in the in the midst of all of that, and if you've given them the right lessons, and you say, you know, that's not what you want to do. Look what happened to him. Look what happened to her. You know, when you make those choices, it's always going to come back. Like there's two people. 
that are making those choices. And so when you make that choice, there's going to be a reaction at the end. And look at what happens. You know, you do this just for 15 minutes or just for this moment of pleasure. But look how many lives you've hurt. Look how much damage you left. I think they'll realize, you know, if they start that way. It's just if you don't have an example... You don't do, you know, if you don't know better, you won't do better. Well, you know, I have to tend to agree with you because I remember hearing Steve Harvey or one of the announcers speaking about how black women contribute to the cheating. And I was so appalled when I heard that. But then they explained when you allow a married brother, uncle, dad, stepdad, uh, cousin to come to your house with another female, you are contributing to their cheating. So a lot of us don't want anybody to cheat on us, but then we'll allow our brother to come over to our home with a girl or a woman that's not their spouse. And let me tell you, my family members, my male family members know not to even try me. Don't even talk about another female around me and you have a wife at home. No, you're not bringing any other female to any events, any parties, any hospitality events that I have and not your wife. Go somewhere else if you want to demonstrate that type of behavior. So I buy into uh, the the fact that a lot of women help with the cheating. They help reciprocate that behavior. And let me give you an example. I remember I was in a club in my younger years. Uh, I'm going to say in my younger years. Uh, and I think that was before I knew God and I knew Jesus Christ and how he saved me from all of these things. I was in a club and a guy gave me his card as he walked to the dance floor with another female. And I said to myself, oh, no, you didn't. Of course not. I'm not going to help partake in any kind of cheating or any ill will or anything that you're doing. You're not going to slip and give me a card. So when he got off the dance floor... I handed the card to the female that he was with, and I said, excuse me, I think he dropped this card, trying to let her know, be careful about who you are with because he is demonstrating behaviors of disrespect, not only disrespect to me, but disrespect to you that he think he could get away with this. And I have to also look at myself. Why did he feel it was okay to slip me a card? So if I have done anything or said anything that makes someone feel like that's okay, let me get the record straight. That is not okay. So now why do you feel women will normally cheat with someone else's spouse? Why do you think that is? They, they cheat because with someone else's spouse because they feel like they can get away with it. They feel like being in a relationship with someone who's already in a relationship they just get right to the point. So, you know, all the work, I tell people that relationship is work, but love should never be hard. So the work that you have to put into the relationship, when you're um, cheating, you're just getting right to the point. You're, you're absolutely being disrespectful, but you're going after one specific thing. Not even, it's almost like you have blinders on. You're not even considering your how, how your actions are going to affect others. 
they have children, if they have a job that they could possibly lose because of this. None of that. You just put your blinders up and make a wrong choice. And it never ends well. It never ends well. Well, I'd like to know why black women, and I keep emphasizing black women because my female white counterparts, that's not my dilemma. That's not my issue. I'm only addressing concerns, real concerns with black women and black girls. I'd like to understand why a woman feels it's okay to sleep with her friend or sleep with a friend's friend or sleep around or sleep with her husband's uh, fiance or uh, any, any of these things. I don't understand why we sometimes feel that we're better than the other person because he wants us, because he chose us, because he likes us. That is just so ignorant and so stupid. And I want to call out all these black women that think that, oh, I took your man. No, you were just stupid. That's right. Right. Yeah. You were just a mark. You're actually stupid. You don't realize, like, how many women he probably approached or how many people he tried this with before you. So you just happened to be the mark. You just got played is what you got. That's all it is. Like, you know, because he's going to drop you at any moment. He's never going to leave the whites. He's never going to choose you. He's never going to choose you because how you get them is how you lose them. That's how it always works. And you know what? You are correct. You are correct, Bethany, because my grandfather used to always tell us is how you start out is how you end up. And, right. and you never understand that growing up. But remember now, how you start out is how you end up. That means that, so if you met him cheating, it's going to be the same way on how you lose him, cheating. So, and I think, do you have anything? I'd like to, I think that black women need to hear and understand how we can move the needle into a more positive way. So do you have any comments since you have been cheated on uh, since you have been met with aggression by an ex just because they didn't want the man but didn't want anybody else to have him do you have any positive attributes that you would like to send out to the listening audience about how we can curtail this and do what's right within the black family and try to keep the black family together well definitely i um I'm 100% for the black family. And I think overall, um, as the record shows, in in history, people have always looked at the black family as a broken family. That we have to start looking at ourselves as righting the wrongs of the past. So if you've seen in your past life that your uncle or your father or you know an, another man in your life or a woman in your life made choices to break up someone else's home or to make choices that were bad for their relationship or for someone else's it's up to us to make that choice now as our new generations come around to teach our children that this is not okay that you know making right choices going to church choosing better options choosing better friends you know just like you said before turning a blind eye to something it's just as bad as saying, okay, come on and do it. You're just condoning it. It's just like a drug addict. Just because you're giving them money and you know what they're going to spend the money on, then you're aiding and abetting to their illness. It's just like cheating. So if you say, if you say this is not tolerated, this is not something we do, and you show good actions, positive reasons, positive ways, then that's all they know. What they see is what they 
they know. They won't make those choices because they see how much hurt it can cause down the road. Oh my God, I have just enjoyed this. This has been an education. You are just amazing. And I think that, again, your family, your children are just so lucky to have a mom like you that's very instrumental in what happens to them and, and how they come out. And again, I congratulate you. My hat is off to you. And I'd love to sit at your feet to get some of the wisdom that you have because I think knowledge is power. And we will be doing more seminars and more series on keeping the black family together and elevating our black women so we can get out of the, uh, the negativity, the vindictiveness, uh, all the bad, bad behaviors that are really not who we are. So thank you again. Thank you for joining the Valley of the Black Dolls. And I would love to hear from you again. I'd love to have you back on the show. Uh, and so can we call you again? Is that possible, Bethany? Well, thank you. Thank you, Bethany. And thanks for joining us on the show. Awesome. Thank uh -huh. you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. In closing, I would like to talk about reasons why men cheat. Let's say uh, an ex walked back into their life or back into the picture and they decide that they want to be with the ex or he wants out. Um, he, he, he's made some poor decisions, poor judgment, don't have the willpower to deal with, uh, his faults. Um, he needs uh, different things to make his ego feel great. Um, he have needs that are not being met that he thinks psychologically, physically, mentally, who knows? Um, he fears, uh, being alone. He fears depression. A, a lot of different women make him feel bad. Um, there's a lot of psychological issues. He could be psychopathic. Um, he have a lot of tendencies. He's narcissistic. Um, he has a problem with, uh, sexuality, getting it up. Maybe you want another man who knows why people cheat, why men cheat. So I say, ladies, we are better than that. We deserve better. Stop making excuses for these sorry ass black men or white men or any man in your life that's cheated on you, used you, abused you, disrespected you. Stop making excuses for him. You cannot make a four feet man grow six feet. So that means you need to grow up, man up, get rid of these cheaters and liars because guess what? You deserve better. You have a purpose. You can live a purpose-driven life without the negativity, without the baggage, without the anchor to your leg holding you down mentally and physically. You can do better and you deserve better. I say, let's do the right thing. Call a spade or call a spade. Call a spade for what it is. Call him out, get packing, and move on. And pray that God put someone in your life that is worthy to be there, that respects you, that loves you, that loves your family, that's willing to go the nine miles to make sure 
that you're okay and that you're happy and that you deserve it and know that you deserve it because God created us. He loves us and we want a mate that loves us like God loved the church. This is Bonnie, Dr. Bonnie Benita. I'm with Valley of the Black Dolls. Take care of yourselves and each other. And remember, again, it's not the chances that we take, but the choices that we make that determines our destiny. Good day.